Make it look easy with Sportsbet. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. AB, Elliot, you know those days when just amazing things happen? Nope. Can't relate. With the week I've had, no, I oh. cannot relate. Well, I had quite the thrill this afternoon. As you know, I'm a very hungry person. I eat about five times while we're at work. Yeah, it was actually weird today. You only asked me if I'd had lunch once. Yes. Which is out of character That's for you. That's because in my snack drawer at work, I had a pack of two-minute noodles. You had a snack drawer at work? Hey, he's got yes. chips in there. Yeah. I didn't know that you had a snack drawer. He, he, I know all of the us. snack drawers at work you besides listen. yours. He's told us. <laughs> Yeah, Elliot, You're gaslighting me Elliot about this sometimes snack digs into my snack drawer. It's fine. Yeah. Anyway, pulled out a packet of two-minute noodles, thought I'd make some uh, two-minute noodles for myself to snack on just before the show. Two packets of seasoning. In one thing. In one. Buy a lotto ticket yeah. immediately. That was, happened to me once with a packet of chips. I got two Tarzos when oh. I was collecting them. Unbelievable. That's never happened to me. I never win anything, which makes me think. Are you one of those people? That I'm going to be one of those people that one day wins like $30 million because they're like, yeah. we but saved up you to, are, for the big one. You're one of those, and there's so many of them out there. My partner's like this. I never win anything. Like the lotto will be won by someone in... Wagga wagga. I never win anything. Did you buy a ticket? No. no. Well, <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, but someone might buy one for me. Occasionally I do if I see a sign. You like the lotto? No, I don't. I, like, no. only if I see a sign. You ever had a double yolky egg? No. No? What about um, the vending machine? Two things falling out at once. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. No. Happens to me every time in our Brisbane office. I think it's cursed oh. in a good way. That's like gaslighting you into thinking that you need to work there. No, I just know that when I get there, I don't have to bring much money with me because I'm going to get a free lunch. That's good. There was a, I did work at a place where we had a vending machine and I think something malfunctioned and every time you pushed a button, something mm. would fall out. I was like, yes. Oh, my gosh. One of the great vending machine stories was on the Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast podcast. Oh, yeah. Good when, they, when they talked about um, Wendell Saylor. And, and he didn't realise people were watching him, but he'd bought something in the vending machine in our Sydney office and it hadn't gone through. And, and for anyone that's ever had anything to do with Wendell, the time that you least want to be around him is when he's hungry. And apparently he just Can be- he beat the shit out of this vending machine <laughs> to try. Because he bought a packet of chips, they wouldn't pop out, and he was throwing left-right combos until <laughs> eventually I think the vending machine gave way. I did see him on the weekend, by the way. How's he going? Yeah, he was getting swarmed by fans at the uh, NRL yep. Grand Final, He would have hated that. He hates being a man of the No, people, yeah, he just hates attention. Um, <laughs> I did message him afterwards and I said, I'm really sad. And he said, don't worry, we'll get back up. It's not over. And I was like, well, I mean, it was definitely that hasn't. Yeah, it hasn't <laughs> helped a bit. I don't know. Where, are you back to grieving again? I thought we were past this. No, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Wednesday. It's almost been I'm a all week. about the Philadelphia Eagles now anyway, right. and they You're won this week. Fan. So, What is the go? Can we talk about every time you post something on social media, your feet make a special appearance. I'm actually <laughs> starting to convince myself that you've got some paid people on your Instagram that, you know, you, you have to do two feet posts a week or something. So what if I do? Content. That's my business. You and got, if you see it, well, mind your business. Don't tag me in something where your feet are at. You know how much I, I hate feet. I want to increase my audience. You know, this weird woman texts me after that because you posted this story saying, oh, I'm NFL fan now, tag me, and your trotters were in it. And I reposted it. 
and I said something about feet being awful. This random woman messaged me and be like, you wouldn't feel that way if I sent you feet. I said, you would be blocked and deleted. <laughs> All feet are gross. Who mine is are beautiful. this mole that thinks that they're better, have feet are better than mine? Well, I don't know. Well, Honestly, I do know, is she going to try to compete for my clients in this respect? I, I don't think so. I'm not your client. I want to be first and foremost. No, I'm that. just trying to fish for clients from your audience. I've got some weird mates that probably would sign up. <laughs> really? Yeah, I've got, I got a couple of mates that are into feet. I just, I find them repulsive. I wish that my feet like could be on the bed. Specifically uh, women's feet? Because well, not, I wouldn't not mind. Their own. <laughs> I wouldn't mind making a quick bite. A bit of cheddar? Would they, yeah. if I sent okay. them photos of my feet? No, enough foot stuff. Anyway, radio show, please. You were the one that raised the foot stuff. I can't help but notice. Because I said stop. <laughs> <laughs> sure. We had Jason Tamalolo on the show mm. about feet, obviously. Uh, what fads did you buy into? Off the back this, of my this face This is some mask. of the worst teasing and hooking I've ever heard from you. Why was Jason Tamalolo on the show? Because he's boxing on the weekend. But that's a boring one too. Jason, here. Okay, you have a crack. All right, here Stand we go. up, do it properly. Ah! Jason Tamalolo has achieved everything in the game of rugby league. He signed a lifelong contract. He's won a premiership for the North Queensland Cowboys. He has a cute dog. Shut up, it's my turn. He's represented the beautiful nation of Tonga. He's won World Cup games. He's beaten Australia with that country. But there's one thing he's always wanted to challenge himself to do. Get a Dally M. And that's to get, he's he got one has. of them. He does. To get in the boxing ring, go mano e mano against the best in the world. And he's taking on one of the biggest men that football has ever seen this Saturday at the Townsville Convention Centre. Tickets are on tickets. That's it. I wonder if you can scientifically knock a moustache off of a face. Is it possible with Regan Campbell-Gillard, who he is fighting against? Can you just... I it's gone. always wondered if you were to be a boxer or a, a UFC fighter or whatever, mm. if you grew a humongous beard and huge head of hair, would that be extra padding? Or would they sometimes hit the beard thinking it was your skin, but obviously it's just beard? Well, there are a lot of questions that need answering. Yeah, I'm not the person Or is it more them. to grab onto? And you therefore grab, riskier. Well, you can't, you can't, well, you can't, can't grab. grab. It's, well, you can't grab hair. It's fighting. Yeah, but like your, cl- your clinch, clenched boxing glove could grab a bit of hair and then it hurts. It's okay. You don't know anything about boxing. It's, no, I'm not, not going to pretend I do. It's okay. Just I'm I'm just inquisitive. I'd love to get you. We should do a charity fight night where you fight someone. That'd be I'm awesome. a lover, not a hater. No, but it's not hate. It's for a wonderful charity. We'll, we'll team up with a really good charity kind of a that we all like. a different sport than fighting? No, because fighting would be Pickle funny. Pickleball. No, 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 because it's boring for me to watch you do that. I want to see you knock the snot off someone. I don't think AB could. I don't think could, I'd win. <laughs> I don't think AB could actually probably fight anyone. I reckon she might get into a scrap. And now that you've said that, I feel like I want to. Can I've got double do jointed arms, did you know? I would, I would 100% do whatever it takes to make this happen. I don't want to fight anyone. Yeah, I'm trying to get pregnant. Charity. It's risky. Yeah, well, obviously, if you get pregnant, then don't do the fight. But if you're really not, if you're not pregnant, that. what? Like you can't tell people you're pregnant for like 13 weeks. I get that, but you just pull out of the fight for medical reasons. <laughs> Everyone knows. No, we'll just say you did your ACL or something easy. Yeah, just put strap, a fake brace on. Strap something. Anyway, okay. Have your kid. Then once you're done with that, yeah, okay. down the track. I'll do it after fight. I'm who, ruined by childbirth. Who can we get you into a scrap with? If you had to fight another female, Pauline Hanson. I mean, sorry. Let me think. Oh, I reckon Pauline and knock the shit out of you. She's from Ipswich. She would, I reckon, ten seconds KO. No way. Absolutely. She's not quick enough. She's got. Long, she'd be she's got. She's got long um, reach. You don't. 
Yeah, actually, boxing maybe isn't for you. You got no arms. T Rex would win in a fight. Yeah, because because that big head, has teeth, and a big tail mm. to whip, and good feet. You all right, so a game of wish have we settled on? Yeah, I reckon you might have her in that. Uh, all right, enjoy the podcast. <laughs> Tomorrow we've got a million guests lined up for you too. We'll talk to you soon. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. I don't know if this is an unpopular take or not, but I'll stand by it. I think the one thing people do in the cities better than us in the regions is they're much better drivers because well, this is just my you haven't driven in Sydney, have you? Well, I have. I believe that. They they have to stick to a system because otherwise it doesn't work because there's so much traffic. Whereas if you live somewhere like Townsville or, or Mackay or Toowoomba, whatever it might be, because things are a little bit slower, a little bit more chill, a lot of people think, ah, I can do what I want. <laughs> I had a case of that today. I, I had, and I'm not a road rager. Are you a road rager? No. No. Um, it scares me. I, I do the I do the thumbs down if someone does the wrong thing. <laughs> apparently that hits. I don't harder. have the balls to do that. Like yeah. you'd think I would, but I did um, not want to myself. I had one today where this individual was just hum, and I mean this person was in a race to go wherever they needed to go. I, I desperately needed to get across to the right lane to turn into work. And I indicated for a long period of time, and this guy just wouldn't let me in. What was he driving? Uh, it was a beat-up. I don't up, want to generalise, but it's always... No, it was a beat-up old station wagon. So I got to the point where I was trying to force my way in, and he was speeding up to basically get into my bum to make sure I couldn't. I did the, you know, throw my hand up a couple of times. I felt like I'd done all the right things. I'd been indicating for a long period of time to get in. I ended up having to zoom up past him and got in the right lane, got to turn to work. And I'm waiting for a meeting because we're pulling up at the lights just before our work turn off and he's purposely drifted into the left lane oh. next to me. So I'm thinking, all right, we're going to have that. some words. I've put my window down. I see that he's done the same thing. And I look over and I'm expecting him to be, you know, glaring at me, this big muscled hunk with a tribal tattoo. It was an 80-year-old woman. <laughs> they can be the worst at it. So I've immediately obviously backtracked. I've lost all the aggression. Now I just feel bad. I go to say, so sorry, my fault, even though it wasn't. Didn't get a chance to get a word in. She said, F you, you effing so-and-so, which I won't even use the letters for. Didn't give me one finger, but gave me two, taking both hands off the wheel, and she drove off. So today, not only was I a victim of road rage, I also got fingered twice by a grandma. <laughs> Did she have teeth? <laughs> I don't know. Looking forward to this one coming up on the 7th of October, Battle on the Reef. Uh, picture this, your favourite rugby league stars going toe-to-toe in the boxing ring. We're talking Justin Hodges is going to be there. Uh, ben Hannon, of course, is going to be part of this night as well. And in the ring professionally for the very first time, taking on the giant that is Regan Campbell-Gillard, Cowboys superstar Jason Taumalolo. Hello, mates. <laughs> Hey guys, how is? When when they were looking for an opponent for you, Jace, and, and someone was brave enough to take it on, <laughs> were, were you hoping maybe it'd be one of your teammates? You know, you get to knock out a winger like Murray Taolungi or cop that Kyle Felt? Or... <laughs> oh no, I wish no. And say they had the criteria: someone with a big dirty mouth. So <laughs> he went straight into the top of the list. Now, look, of what we know of you, I wouldn't say smack talker is on the top of the list, JT. Have you been working on that, sending a couple of filthy texts to Regan? 
<laughs> no, I haven't. Uh, I, I have been asked, like, you know, what am I going to say at a press conference? And, mm. you know, given that a lot of fighters have, you know, say a lot of things at press conference, I just can't see myself doing that. A little bit cringy <laughs> yeah. if, I, if I did. You haven't been watching Conor McGregor's, fart. you know, best of and, and taking some notes there? or uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, hey, I mean, that would be unreal, but no. <laughs> we, just when you walk in, just go, who's this effing guy? And that's all you have to say. Um, we're... <laughs> When it comes to the world of boxing, we've seen uh, a lot of current and past players get the itch. Is that what it was for you? You desperately at some stage wanted this opportunity, and if so, why? Yeah, uh, obviously, I did boxing as a kid mm-hmm. growing up too, so uh, I have that little bit of a background where uh, I did grow up and do a bit of boxing. So, uh, you know, 30, 30 years on, uh, here I am, you know, <laughs> finally getting put on the gloves and go out there and do it professionally, well, professionally in front of a big crowd. So, uh, yeah, I'm a little bit excited but scared at the same time, but um, I'm sure it'll be a good night. Unbelievable to think you'd be scared of anything. What does a day in the life as a boxer look like compared to an NRL player? Is your diet vastly changing? Is training pretty dramatic? Uh, diet, yeah, diet. I haven't really been eating much. I've been bloody worn out from morning to afternoon, training twice a day. Uh, in the mornings, doing cardio and endurance stuff, and then uh, in the afternoons or late night, uh, doing a lot of technique and uh, combinations and a lot of mitt work. So, um, yeah, it's been a hell of a lot different to what I'm used to, uh, obviously, at Clubland, but mm. uh, something I enjoy, I enjoy doing, and it's, uh, yeah, a little bit of an eye-opener too. Jase, I've been doing a bit of boxing. I applied to, to fight uh, you, but they, they took me down for being a nobody, which is fine. Um, it, I will say, when it comes to boxing, the thing that gets me is they're getting punched in the face bit. I'm not huge on the idea it's of that. It's kind of part of it, yeah. But... For yourself, mate, for those that aren't aware, you've got beautiful gold teeth in your gob that are probably worth squillions. Have you taken out an insurance policy on them <laughs> in case? Or... I probably should, but uh, i got a pretty... Pretty good mouth guard that I'm sure will do the job for now. A bloody brave thing you're doing, Jason, and we cannot wait to watch. We'll be there that night. Battle on the Reef. If you want to head along, it's in Townsville at the Convention Centre. Definitely worth travelling for. Uh, Ticket Tech, you can grab your tickets there. Some great names. You know, maybe you you can't stand Jared Wallace when he joins us on the show and you want to see him get knocked out. Every chance he will by Big Nelson. And, of course, Jason Taumalolo makes his in-ring debut against Regan Campbell-Gillard. Absolute pleasure having you on the Rush Hour, brother. Good luck and that. We'll chat to you soon. Thanks for having me, guys. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. One triple three five three, and th- this may take a little bit of soul searching, and also maybe admitting to something that you're not particularly proud of. But if you ever bought into a fad. Oh, I'd love to hear that story. One triple three five three again. That phone this number. This feels targeted. I've well, bought into every fad that's ever existed. Fact. As recently as this time on the show yesterday, I have purchased something that was recommended by my dermatologist, and I feel like you're going to judge me. Okay. And I have it here in physical form. I'm going to place it on my face. It'll be up on Rush Hour QLD on Instagram. Oh, it's got a red light beaming out of it. Oh no, Annabelle. <laughs> <laughs> Can you explain what that looks like? Um, Can you hear me if I talk? Yeah, yeah. I am a robot. No, you, sound, <laughs> you sound normal for everyone listening. It looks, yeah, well, it looks like a robot. Uh, kind of like a hockey mask. Yeah. Um, it glows red. What? What? <laughs> uh, I've asked this question so many times in the last two years. I really mean it. What is wrong with you? 
Now, despite you look like you're auditioning for a reboot where you played Jason Voorhees, apparently that's a new <laughs> fad where it's meant to clean your skin or something. It's an LED face mask. Sure, okay. And dermatologists have used them for years. Okay. Like you go and you pay 100 bucks or whatever and you get a facial and they put the LED mask on at the end. Yep. I just have one now for home. Yep. And might I add, I'm yep. glowing today and that's one day later. Sure, yep, yeah, there's a huge difference. Um, look, I, I can't go entirely whack because I've bought into this kind of stuff before, not obviously face treatment because I look the way I do, but I remember it was big in, in sport, particularly junior sport, uh, maybe 10 or so years ago, the power balance wristbands. Now, they were silicon wristbands that a lot of people still wear, um, but it would have this little metal circle that was apparently magnetic. The whole purpose was apparently it would make your balance better uh, and and people would swear by it. The best athletes in the world were wearing them and promoting them. They were costing over 100 bucks a pop for a silicon wristband that quite obviously did absolutely nothing. I wonder and, where that business is at now. So there's still fake ones on eBay. I was scrolling and bored the other day and that's where I found them again. So they still oh, exist. Man, and they're still pushing the message. I mean, look, I, I've literally mm. bought into every single fad there's ever been, but yep. one of the most funny ones would have to have been the cabbage diet that we did back in the day where you had that. cabbage soup for every single meal. Why? And yeah, people lost weight because they were essentially just drinking water with cabbage, oh. um, but it made you fart. A lot. And my whole family participated in that diet, and oh. it was a smelly week. One triple three five three fads you're bought into, or again, you can dob someone in, that's fine. Another example would be waterbeds. When you think about it, and there's still oh, a place yeah, they were huge. in south, the southeast corner where apparently you can buy them, but when you think about it, the waterbed was terrible. Awful for your back. Awful for, I'm assuming, also, other things. Why did we go into the waterbeds when we could have got the electric rotating beds true, true from Austin Powers? Yes. I never knew where they didn't take off. One triple three five three Queenslanders, fads you bought into. Let's go to Toowoomba firstly. Diane, what was the fad you bought into? Exactly that. I had the waterbed. Well, I still have the waterbed, to be honest. <gasps> okay, they say it's really bad for your back, Diane. Have you had issues because of it? No, not really. As long as you keep the amount of water in it up, you know, fairly full you can make it a firmer bed or a softer bed and all that sort of thing but yeah love it i've had it since 1989 all right diane you knew this question was coming when you joined the rush hour <laughs> how do you on a water bed i don't understand the the rhythm and well it, yeah it, it's an experience but okay. if you've got enough water in it it makes it you know okay it's doable. If you but, haven't got enough water in it, you can actually hit the bottom. Oh. Maybe it's like, you know how some people like to listen to water sounds to go to sleep, sounds oh, of the yeah. ocean? Yeah. Diane no, has to listen to the swishing. No, I have to de-air the bed. You, I roll on from one end. I did it the other day, actually. I put about another three litres yeah. <laughs> of water in it yeah. to make it firmer, and you have yeah. to roll from one end to the other to get the air bubbles out. Brilliant. I mean, it's something that I feel like I need to try now. You I know what I mean? I constantly think about it. Always yeah. in my head. Thanks, All right. Diane. We'll go to Bundy now. Mick, what was the fad you bought into, mate? Those wobble board vibrating things that were guaranteed to lose your weight. Oh, <laughs> my auntie and uncle had one. Is this where you stand up and you attach it to your belt and it just vibrates, basically? You pretty much stand there and it just shakes you left and right real vigorously and <laughs> it just disappears all that fat. Okay, Mick, I just need a little bit more of a picture. So this is like the opening scene in Jaws where we see that woman sort of, you know, push from side to side. Where did you wear it on your waist? 
No, no, it's a like a skateboard kind of thing oh, that you sorry. stand on oh, yes, and yes, it yes. shakes you sideways. Yes, yes, it vibrates you. Now, have you still yeah. got it? Have you given it a crack since? It's still hiding in the bottom of the garage somewhere. It hasn't been out for a long time. How much weight did you lose, Mick? Nothing. And how much did you pay for it? Uh, best part of 400 <laughs> Oh, gosh. I reckon it would shake me so much I'd need to pee and then I'd lose a few grams from the, the pee. Oh, that's a disturbing yeah. image. Got on your mix. Last week, Elliot, I had a run-in with a couple that honestly at the time I was so gobsmacked by their behaviour mm. that after a few days I'm looking back on it now and thinking almost I admire their confidence to an extent. Basically, this is how it went down. We were at Magnetic Island for a work event, mm-hmm. and we were having this nice lunch that had been put on by a pub. Yeah, and t- there was tough gig. Yeah, 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 yeah. We left early that day. Yeah, uh, for the right reasons, obviously. Anyway, they had these like spreads of foods, you know, sausage rolls, pies, and cakes, and the like. Um, and we were just chowing down on that after all afternoon and having free drinks as well. Throughout the day, I could see this older couple. They were probably, I would say, in their seventies. Okay. Uh, they went to the bar a few times. They would stand outside and then look at our group quite intently. I thought, oh, maybe they know someone from my workplace. They're trying to see or they f- recognize someone. You know, obviously you're a bit of a celebrity ab- around these parts. Don't, don't do that. They were looking at you thinking, is that him? The Stop. grump Stop in it. person? Uh, at one moment I, I turned around to talk to a friend, turned back, and here was this old couple just helping themselves to a bit of our food. <laughs> And before I even got a chance to go up to them and say, actually, this is a private event, they wandered off with the food. I thought, oh, they buggered off. Good on them. Uh, noticed them a few minutes later actually sitting near where we were eating, eating more food that they'd obviously gotten while I didn't notice. So they basically went to this pub and just yep. ate for free yep. on us. And this is that thing. And I don't want to be ageist by any means. You're being ageist. But you get to a certain age where you don't care anymore. And I, like, I can't be mad anymore. I do respect it to an extent. I've been in shops before where old blokes and ladies have let one rip with noise and quite horrific smell Mm. and seem completely unfazed. When do you get to that stage? Because I want to be at this free food stealing, Mm. farting in shops stage now. I I can't wait for that period of my life, the farting and food stealing, because my grandpa, uh, bless his soul, was was like that towards the end. And he told me, you know, my, my nan would constantly say, oh, you know, it's not his fault. He's getting older. The farts just happen. He literally blank face went, no, no, I do on person in, on purpose because I, I just don't care anymore. Yeah, my granddad, I remember once yeah. we had a woman make us a lasagna because I think my parents were away or whatever. And she was like, how was it? And we were all like, yeah, it was really great. And my granddad was like, pretty dry. <laughs> I was like, when do you get to that stage where yeah. you just don't care what yeah. people think? You're honest. Yep. You're brutal. And, yep. you, and you know what? Shout you, out. They were dressed pretty well. Yep. If they're on a pension or whatever yep. they're doing, they're killing it. And yep. you know why? Probably because they steal food. I respect Triple it. M's Rush Hour with AB and Elias. Producer Luke is here as well. We, we were chatting uh, fads that Queenslanders bought into before we met mm. Diane, who's had the same waterbed since 1989. I just got sent a link from a mate of mine that is a waterbed enthusiast. <sighs> There's an Aussie website. I thought... I genuinely thought waterbeds were dead. Waterbed.com.au literally Great has... domain name. <laughs> like, straight to the point. Complete waterbeds, waterbed bladders, waterbed parts, liners, heaters, waterbed pillows. Can they not call them bladders? Honestly, that just makes me need to wee. <laughs> 
Just the thought of it. How much? So I would be sleeping on a waterbed. Elliot, don't buy. No, one. no, you no, can't no, no, buy I, from them. I, Stuff chill, them. There's chill, a Queensland chill, business. Chill, chill. I'm not buying a waterbed. Oh, I, I don't trust you, mate. Two thousand dollars. You think oh, I'm geez. bad? You think I'm bad? I know what you'll do now. This is it. This is how the Google phone thing started. The idea has been planted. Yeah. You will obsess over the idea. I'll walk past the studio lady. You'll be waterbeds are us or whatever, Googling, watching the benefits and the videos. Yeah. And then I'll tell you, don't buy a waterbed because I say not to. You'll yeah. do it to spite me. Yeah, but that's your own fault. <laughs> well, I mean, you're the one that'll end up with a waterbed, so I don't know about that. When you tell me not to do th- something, you know exactly what my brain does. Oh, well, F her. I'll do the opposite. Okay, don't give me a hug. Yeah, good try. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There's this craze that is sweeping the state, particularly for Queensland blokes, I'm finding. I've got girlfriends that are in absolute hysterics about the fact that their husbands and partners have killed or seemingly murdered their lawns and are spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars on what they call lawn renovations. And it's it's all over my TikTok. Blokes are absolutely obsessed with this process of basically killing your lawn. <laughs> it's called dethatching, aerating it with these shoes that have spikes on them. Um, then all these other steps, fertilizers, costs heaps of money, takes weeks before you get your lawn back to like this heightened and improved state, if you will. There's an obsession. Every single bloke that I speak to these days loves taking care of their lawn, conveniently, except my husband <laughs> and you, Elliot, as no, well. I pay a guy. <laughs> yeah, just not not caught on at all. But producer Luke, you've got a good mate yeah. who is probably Queensland's biggest lawn lover, if I you would, will. I would say so. Um He's on the line now. Jai uh, is a good mate of mine. He um, will regularly cancel on plans or bail on things early so that he can go and do his lawn. Jai, hello. Producer Luke, how are you? (laughs) (laughs) Jai, first question. How old are you, mate? 28. Okay, 28. And your priority in life is at the top your lawn, number one, would you say? No, the missus number one. Oh, yeah, um, followed shortly after by the lawn. What's this thing then, Jai, where you, you essentially, and men love watching the world burn, let's be honest. So you destroy your backyard and then you want to make it beautiful again. I, I don't quite understand that concept. So essentially, uh, Elliot, spring's the season of the lawn renovation uh, where lawn addicts alike will scarify and dethatch. Yeah. Mow it short, core it, uh, which essentially means either uh, by hand or by foot or preferably machine, you'll pull out little cylinders of grass and soil to aerate it. You'll mow it again, fertilise it, top dress it, um, and initially it'll look like a bit of a sand pit, um, but with about three weeks of patience and your entire half-year allowance accounts of water, it'll come back stronger than ever. <laughs> yeah, I've got a girlfriend at the moment who's like, my husband keeps telling me trust the process, but our lawn looks, it looks like a sand pit at the moment. Jai, how much does this thing cost altogether, like when you're adding everything up? What are we looking at? Oh, how long's a piece of string? Um, <laughs> I'm trying to convince my neighbour to go house in a a mower which lets you put stripes through your lawn. That's all in the mower. Um, so it's tracks to your backyard. Yeah, I'm still negotiating those terms. Um, he also happens to be my, my brother-in-law, so okay. we're we're having a bit of an uphill battle with the the missus there, but um, we're getting there. I try and do it as cheap as possible. Um, having a wife and two uh, fairy kids, yep. um, you can you can stick to the program um, of fertilizers, biostimulants, um, kelp, 
You throw kelp on your lawn. It smells really good. Herbicides and insecticides. Joey, Joey, you're losing me. We'll let you get back to your lawn in a second. Before we do, I just want to make sure this is a lie. Producer Luke told us you had a lawn rolling party where you invited people over at 6 a.m. Surely that's a beat up. Now, I, I did. So I laid 300 square metres of the turf that I've got. Yes. Um, and you talk about missing things. Producer Luke, where were you on the morning of 12 November 2022? <laughs> On said lawn rolling day. I went went and I went for a run and then I showed up and it was already done. 6 a.m. Joy. No one goes to a party at that time. Good luck. I like that he remembered the date exactly. It's disgusting. (laughs) Good good luck with the sabotaging of your lawn to start again and and whatever else you might be doing, mate. What an insight into some of the strangest Queensland minds. Surely there's no one that is a bigger lawn lover than Jai, but if you are, 133353, I hazard a guess that it's all blokes. He says he loves his family. I don't know if he does. I think he just loves (laughs) his family. I didn't even hear the missus' name mentioned, yet I know about the aerating process uh, and the machines he wants to right. buy. Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. Now, I tell you what, uh, gentlemen, uh, out there, if you're someone that's maybe losing a couple of kilos and you're starting to feel better about your body and better about yourself, here's one thing that you should absolutely never do, and that's go and try on any suit of any kind. <laughs> I've been on a fitness kick. I don't mind saying that, as wanky as it does sound. I've lost quite a few kilos. Thank you. My shirts are starting to get looser, and we've got a big floggy event coming up next weekend that I had to buy a suit for. Now, what I'd forgotten... You look so dashing in suits, by the way. You wore one last year when we went to an event. Yeah, the one time we did an event. Yeah, I know. It's the first time I've seen you in a pant that covers your knee. I appreciate that. The the thing about that suit uh, was that... It's, I've had that since I was 21, and it's far too tight in a lot of places, so I did have to upgrade, unfortunately. What I'd forgotten about suit trying on for gentlemen out there that might have a little bit more to love on them is that suits, they always find the wrong bits to hug my body. And I don't know if anyone else is in the same boat as me, but putting on a navy blue suit yesterday, the pants, whatever, that was fine. But it's when you get your white shirt underneath, the tucked-in white shirt always hugs your bosoms and shows off your side gut. But, Annabelle, it's the jacket. Yeah. I don't understand why we're in love with the idea of suits with buttons. Because as soon as I do up my button, I look like an extra for the Teletubbies. Yeah, but you can always just argue, oh, yeah, I'm just really ripped across the shoulders. That's why I need to... Well, I, I could argue that, but then you look at my gut, I look like a fat butler. Well, I, I used to work in menswear. Right. So I worked so at a place that sold suits. Well, no, I was going to say, we would sometimes get rugby players, NRL players, yep. and they often couldn't fit into suits at all. I get that. They had to get them muscly. custom made because they're muscly. Yeah, okay. but just convince yourself that even fit hot people that are much more successful than you in every way okay, 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 struggle okay. with suits. Okay, okay. You, uh, you What you're describing is a disgraceful difference. So, okay, uh, let's say myself and who's a good Queensland rugby league player, everyone loves it's muscly. Jason Tamalolo. Okay. Sure. Yep. Jason Tamalolo. We both go in to get suit fittings together. His issue, oh, you're so muscly and broad across the chest. We're going to have to get that extended for you. Oh, my goodness, your arms don't fit in. For my experience at a suit name, a suit shop I won't name the other day, oh, your gut's a bit too big for that one. Great. Thank you. I've got a solution for you. Lose weight. And it is I get from, it. no, no, stuff that. Okay. It's from the days that I did work in suits. Right. There is a company called Brioni. 
Yeah. And it's Italian suits. And yep. we had one bloke the whole time I was working there that came in and asked for one of these. For just a cheeky $25,000, Elliot, they will fly you to New York and digitally size you with a machine for this suit. You'll never have to try on anything uncomfortable. It will digitally size you. Yep. You'll get the suit. And then, of course, you'll fly back at mm. your own expense. The $25,000 doesn't cover the flights. Your relatability to the common man is one of the things I love most it was, about you. We sold yeah. those. So I might just go to Johnny Biggs or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, probably better. Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. A Queensland man. Florida man. A Queensland man. Some of the strangest stories come out of the state of Florida. This is the game where we compare Floridians to Queenslanders and there is not that much difference, I tell you what. Florida are meant to be the producer of craziest people in the whole of America, much like Queensland is, and we own that. We actually make that our thing. That's fine. I'm going to tell you three stories that are in the news in the last couple of weeks. Without any identifying features, you have to guess whether this happened to a man in Queensland or a man in Florida, producer Luke and Elliot. Mm, Okay. Number one, a police van was written off after a man allegedly stole the vehicle and went on a joyride to a fast food restaurant. Oh, I think I read this. I think this is a Queensland man. I'm going Florida because I feel like they're slightly more dumb than us. You would be incorrect, Elliot. Unfortunately, this happened in Brisbane like two days ago. Uh. (laughs) It happened at uh, Mango Hill, just 40 k's north of Brizzy. Apparently 3 a.m. the bloke stole the police van and was trying to drive to Macca's when he crashed it. Been there? No, haven't actually crashed a car, but or, understand or the 3am Maccas. No, no, yeah. no, none of the fun just illegal the stuff. Just the, the, just the Maccas, the yeah. fun <laughs> illegal stuff. <laughs> just the bits Move that are on. fun. Yeah. Okay. A man was filmed allegedly driving at high speeds with a baby on his lap, and uh, pictured the baby sitting on his lap actually has its hands on the steering wheel, gripping. I don't understand the word allegedly in that story because if he was at high speed, he was at a high speed. And it, you're not going to confuse a baby with a dog, so he clearly had a baby on him. Allegedly. Yeah, but maybe because they didn't have a speedometer. Right. But, yeah, it was okay. reportedly very fast. Uh, again, I hope Florida. I don't think we're that bad. I'm going to say Queensland again. Luke, you are on the money yet again. Uh, the video, which is circulating at the moment, shows a man driving with a baby on his lap, gripped onto the steering wheel Good on God. the Gold Coast Highway. <laughs> What is wrong with people? Okay, last one. Mm. A bloke was arrested for stealing an ex-employer's machinery to do a new job with a competing company. (laughs) Oh, I reckon that's Queensland again. I think it's a trifecta for Queensland. I I can't. Queensland can't have all of this today. I'm I'm sticking strong. It's like heads and tails. You keep failing, but I'm going Florida anyway. You finally got it right. It was Rodriguez (laughs) Aponte. Apparently, he um, basically got sacked by this street sweeping business and lawn business. Uh, Went back, stole the street sweeper, and used it to do jobs for other businesses. Oh, <laughs> that like we're competitors with this business. part. Brilliant. That's not bad. Um, yeah. All right, well, we got to dive on out of here this evening. But tomorrow, I'm um, just looking at our guest lineup. It is outstanding. Scotty Hillier from Crete to Coast, exploring this beautiful state. Uh, Mark Taylor will join us. Is who's he with with the cricket? Channel Nine. He is part of the Channel okay. Nine cricket commentary team for the World Cup. Yes, that is about to get underway tomorrow, and and cannot wait. And what a name this is. Macaulay Leather is part of the pro bull riding circuit. He's up in Townsville at the moment. Apparently, he's one of the goats. Uh, no, he's a he's a rookie. 
That's what I meant. One of the rookie goats. <laughs> One of the rookie to so, be goats in the future. That, that's what I meant. You know, like, he's currently on top of the leaderboard for the PBR. This. Well, that's what it is. That's yeah. what I mean. He's winning. He's incredible. He's incredible, young yes. kid. We, he's a big dog. I'm excited. The big dog. How old is he? Oh, like 21. The little dog. Look at all these young people achieving things. Yeah, and I'm done with doing it. I'm sick of it. Nothing. Anyway, Macaulay yeah. Leather, the greatest name in bull riding, joins us after 4 o'clock tomorrow. Make it look easy with sports bet. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.